Welcome to iHomeschool PH, a podcast that aims to help homeschoolers on how to do homeschooling without losing your mind. It is our hope that each episode will leave you inspired and offer practical wisdom on how to enjoy this process of educating your kids at home. So relax and let's learn together. We are glad you're here. Hello, hello! Hello, Jihan! Hello, Abik! Hi! Hello, Adonui! Hello, we are so excited! We are moms who hang out for no-filter conversation. Pero kakaiba po tayo ngayon dahil meron tayong guests. Yes. And Jihan will guide us. Yes, because we, it's a special month for us women. Kaya for this session, we have decided to invite other special women to join us in celebration of the International Women's Day. Well, it was already last March 8th, the world celebrated International Women's Day. But in the Philippines, medyo mahaba tayo mag-celebrate, you know, parang Pasko. So, we have the whole month of March. It's tagged as the National Women's Month by the Philippine Commission on Women. And this year, the theme is We Make Change for Women to highlight the empowerment of women as active contributors to and claim holders of development. So, in the context of homeschooling, we are going to feature moms from a sector with its own unique journey and challenges. And recently po, meron po silang hinaharap na change din coming from DepEd. And we would like to see if that kind of change is something that would make things work for them as overseas homeschooling moms, or is it going to be something that will add further challenge to them? So, ito na po. Without further ado, I would like to um, introduce to you our lovely guests sa podcast. Hindi niyo sila makikita. But hopefully, you can also um, check out the YouTube version of this so you can also see them. Yes, so uh, I will start with Beverly Pancho, okay? So Beverly Pancho started homeschooling in 2015 and she has stayed for 11 years abroad, seven years of that in UAE. So meron po siyang dalawang homeschooling kids and she's now enrolled with a provider. So welcome, Beverly. Bevs, would you like to say hi to our audience? Hello, good morning and good afternoon, everyone. I'm Bev. Thank you. Oh, yes, it's still morning in your time, no? in your time zone. Yes. yes. Okay. To introduce our second guest, we have Novi Ann. For today, I would like to introduce... Joanna Morales, a working mom and a homeschooling advocate who started 2017. At 14 years na po siya sa abroad sa UAE. May dalawa po siyang anak na hino-homeschool and used to be an Indian and now under a provider. And Joanna Morales po is the founder of Filipino Independent Homeschooler Philippines and UAE. Yes! Hi, Joanna! Hi, good morning and good afternoon sa Philippines. Hello mga moms, mga powerful moms. 
good to be here today. Thank you for the opportunity. And for our third guest, excited ako matuto rin sa kanya, no? All the way from the Bahamas, okay? She's been homeschooling since 2016 and the family has been homeschooling for for about several years now and they are on their seventh year. Apparently, the reason for for doing so is because they wanted to spend time with the children because also of the husband's job na nagre-require for them to move to certain places every now and then. They wanted to migrate every five years to different parts of the world. Ang saya nito. Sasali ako sa homeschooling nyo. So the kids can experience different cultures as they go around the world. Ang saya nun. Welcome, Leah Salting. Hi. Hi, everyone. It's a privilege to be here and to be included in this forum. Thank you. Ayan. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know, just hearing their backgrounds, nakaka-excite no, to hear from their journeys of how they're actually doing it um, in a different context, in a different country. Although Avic is also in a different country. And in one way or another, we have also heard about her perspective. So ngayon, we hope to enrich that perspective by adding on more ladies to start off so that we can give our listeners a background of how you do it there abroad. Maybe you can give us a brief description of your family life abroad, and then how did it help you decide to homeschool? So maybe we can start with Bev. Is that okay? All right. That's okay, Paul, Miss Jehan. Yes, for me, yes, um, we are a family of five living here in UAE for seven years now. This is actually our second year in UAE. And then we move, when we move here, both me and my husband were actually working. And then it was just later in 2019 that we decided that I uh, stay at home and then give up yung nani namin. Then ako na yung mag, mag-alaga sa mga kids. And then until now, I am still a stay-at-home mom, but I recently had a part-time job. So yun, a part-time job and then homeschooling and then house chores. <laughs> yeah, and then, yes, we decided to homeschool because during that time when we moved here in 20, 2014-2015, it was so hard to secure a slot in, in the Philippine school. Why Philippine school? Because yun po yung swak sa budget po. Eh. <laughs> it was so hard to, you know, to be admitted in those schools. And we tried other schools na within our budget, but hindi po nila ginaranti yung, what you call this, yung uh, admission because they prioritize the old students. And then for us, for me, um, having a knowledge of homeschooling, so that's the time that we consider and we research more about homeschooling. And then yes, before we eventually join my husband here, we enroll our our first son, our eldest son's homeschool provider. So that's it for me, how we started homeschooling. Thank you, Bev. So homeschooling abroad, if you enroll with a Philippine provider, I swak sa budget. So yes, uh, that makes sense, right? I think I heard that story with so many Filipinos abroad. It allows them to be together. And at the same time, maximize their finances. So thank you for sharing that, Bevs. How about Leia? Would you like to share? What's it for you? So actually, we started homeschooling when we were in the Bahamas already. But my husband and I, when we were still here before we left for the Bahamas, he had this frustration because 
my kids used to be in a regular school and my husband works as an ER doctor, which means he doesn't have like a regular schedule. So sometimes he will leave and the kids are still asleep or he will come back and then the kids are already in school or they're already asleep too. We realized, especially with my oldest child, that they didn't really have, like he would leave and it would be fine for her. If he's there, it's fine. If he's not there, it's fine also. So he said, you know, we had when we had the opportunity to go abroad because the the schedule that he had in the Bahamas was really, really good. So he only works like two weeks in a month. He works for two days. And then for the next two weeks, he works for five days. So it was a perfect setup because he really wanted to be involved with the children. So we left and yeah, we moved to the Bahamas and it was a good setup because he was always there with the kids. They were able to maximize the time, especially growing up during the growing up years, because uh, we left when my daughter was only seven or eight and my, my three boys, they were about six and the youngest two, two years old and one year old. So he was really there during the time that they were growing up. It was a beautiful six years, if I may say, that we spent in the Bahamas. So, and then, you know, when we were there, it was like, you know, this is good because they were exposed to a different culture. So that's a Western culture. And then so different from what we have in the Philippines. And so we just, we wanted them to be exposed to varied cultures also. So if possible for, for us to live in, you know, different different countries with different cultures then. So that's why after the six years in the Bahamas, so kami parang, um, okay na to. May, you know? And then let's, you know, move on to the next adventure. It was like that. Um, homeschooling, it's like an adventure. You know, you can take your kids anywhere you want to go. And, um, you know, that's the best setup. The best setup. So like right now, Thankfully and fortunately, somehow, because like after this stint in the Bahamas, we'd be able to move to Singapore, which is also, you know, a totally different um, environment and culture from, from the Bahamas. So, yes, that's the background of our homeschooling family. Thank you. I echo Avic's sentiment earlier. Gusto mo na rin sumama sa homeschooling adventure niyo. <laughs> and I think you made a good point about the flexibility that homeschooling brings, that when our family life demands something different, it can actually, you know, cater. And we make the most out of the napakabilis lang ng childhood years ng mga bata. No? I, I feel, for, I, I can understand yung pinanggagalingan ng husband mo. My husband is also like that, you know, goes out early, uh, comes home late. And when the kids are homeschooling, they can stay up late and be with daddy and then um, spend time with daddy in the morning, not be rushing to school. And so those precious memories are are really there for our family to enjoy. So thank you, Leah, for sharing that. Let's go to Joanna. Yeah, it's a good story to hear. Actually, I have a combination of both. No, Me and my husband our working couple, you know. We had our firstborn way back then. It was 2017 when the circumstance paved a way for us to explore homeschooling. Our lifestyle was, and I think most of the Filipino couple, ganun yung setup before eh. it. We cannot afford to have a nanny. Kasi ang dami requirements, we have to, you know, get two bedroom houses na ang mahal-mahal, you know. So our routine was, we have to send our child to a daycare, you know, a childcare, hanggang sa pumunta siya sa school and then go back 
And then susundin na lang namin siya dun sa, sa childcare niya. So I can sense the the gap, the connection. Kahit nandito kami, magkakasama kaming tatlo, may gap yung yung bata. Kasi, you know, she's, yun nga, tama yung sabi ni Leia, okay lang na wala kami. Okay lang din sa kanya na andyan kami. Which is like, like lang, parang I, this is not what we have you know, visualize our vision sa family namin. And then, you know, by circumstances, God allowed me to to lose my job. So, na-explore namin homeschooling. Sabi namin, okay, kasi nga mura, and not only that, kasi previously, my son is enrolled in a British school na medyo magastos. Kasi that time, it was subsidized by my company, and then that time, wala na yung ganitong perks. So, sabi namin, Philippine school, ang hirap makapasok, Budget, ano siya, wise, okay siya, ang hirap makapasok. So yun, nag-enroll kami sa provider. And then, yun na, nakita na namin ang ganda ng homeschooling. Kasi yung yung band namin mag-anak, grabe, para siyang, alam mo yun, na-revive. Na yung anak namin, kami na yung preferred nakasama. So it was like six years siya lang mag-isa. And then, you know, ang ganda ng homeschool eh, dumami yung anak namin. O di ba? Kasi, you know, it brings everyone together. Totoo yun. It's like a lifestyle. Homeschooling is a lifestyle. It brings the family together. Even the husband, you know, sometimes we will discuss, no, na yung strategy, strategic parenting. Oh, si ganito, nagiging ganito. Na. So, anong course of action natin? So, alam mo yun, I-, I cannot imagine if my sons or my children will be, you know, um, in traditional. I-, I don't have anything against with traditional, you know. But homeschooling had called us to be more intentional. Like, everything is like, for you, matters. Dati lang, parang, okay lang, may nagtuturo naman eh, you know, we, you give your the responsibility to other people. But when we started to homeschool, ala, gifted pala yung anak ko sa ganito. Oh my God, thank you, Lord, na ganito. So we tend to appreciate every one of us. So, then now, sabi ko, pagtatanungin mo ako, sabi ko nga, um, even we're in the woods, no, kaya ko mag-homeschool, anak, kahit walang internet, I have my library at home, who can stop us to homeschool? Yun na yung aming, ano, yun ang aming slogan. So, yun ang aming reason why we homeschool, and we want to continue homeschooling them hanggang kaya namin, hanggang mag-alish na sila siguro, saka sila papakawalan, so, yun lang. Napapataho kami sa mga sinishare niyo, ano, and sayang naka-zoom tayo, no? Kung naka-live lang tayo, maririnig nyo yung mga reactions namin. And yeah. we can so relate and I'm sure a lot of homeschooling families can relate with the things you have shared, especially our, our families abroad. So now, Atin Ovi, would you like to add something or would you like to share with us our next question? Okay. So, grabe lang yung pinagdaanan nyo rin, ano? Dahil Women's Month ngayon, I just want to ask this question. So, siyempre, bilang babae, madami tayong challenges eh, na pinagdadaanan. No? And I do believe living in a different country rin, iba rin yung different challenge bilang babae, bilang nanay, and bilang asawa, and living in a foreign country. So, if you give us the permission, what are the main challenges in, in homeschooling in a different country? Maybe we could start with Joanna this time. Siguro, of course, we are Filipino as much as possible. We wanted to let our kids grow the way we grew up in the Philippines, especially introducing them the Filipino culture. So being based in a foreign country, ang hirap na access namin sa mga Filipino books, sa mga araling palipunan na resources. So yun ang number one namin. And then siguro yung second namin is that we need a provider to be a bridge sa amin 
so that you know you know we know that homeschooling is not just simply putting a school at home and then you you go ahead homeschooling kasi there's a lot of approaches so yun yung flexibility and kailangan namin somebody to assist us and to make sure that we are still complying with the death pen because at the end of the day you know we're only in foreign land. at the end of the day we are going home i mean not most of the people are looking forward of settling in the philippines so you know i'm in struggle and pag we opted to use filipino books or filipino resources medyo mahal ang shipping fee but other than that if you're gonna be looking at the full picture we are very thankful kasi this country had that campaign of balanced life ngayon uh, actually is a new rule lang na they're giving away another off sa lahat ng family, sa lahat ng tao. So, three and a half, four and a half days lang ang work, minsan four days lang. So, it's very good good environment or time para sa family. And ngayon lang namin na-receive yun, ngayon lang namin na-experience yun sa UAE. So, yun lang. Ang galing naman, no? Ang galing ng setup doon. So, when that start, yung type of schedule na ganyan? Is it before the pandemic? Actually po, uh, not before, but it's after the pandemic when the UAE is trying to encourage a lot of investors and tourists in the country. So I think it was just started like this year, Bev, right? I think this year lang. And nakakatuwa kasi they're promoting the balanced lifestyle. So and daming time para mag-homeschool. Oh, sarap. Thank you for that, Joanna. How about Leah? Challenges for us initially, of course, also the so, uh, Filipino resources, because yes, ang unang problema is the very expensive um, shipping fee. I would have loved for my children to have had, you know, more books from the Philippines, but then it's very challenging to have it shipped to the Bahamas and also hard to find. So that's one one of the initial challenges. Then another challenge is, of course, it's a different setup now. Not like in the Philippines, everything is, you know, pedica. You can hire, yeah, yeah, you can hire. You can, it's, you can hire, you know, someone to cook for you. But here, but in the Bahamas, since you're on your own, the uh, management of the household, because syempre, diba? I mean, how can I possibly homeschool? Tapos kailangan ko rin magluto ng lunch, kailangan ko rin magluto ng hapunan, kailangan mo maglaba. But this challenge, initially, what we thought was a challenge became a blessing because so na realize ko and then you know anim naman kami then it doesn't have to fall on me so homeschooling it's not really just you know them sitting down reading their books doing their work it's the lifestyle that we were able to put together so like for example my daughter she wakes up really early she puts a load of laundry already so may one load of laundry na siya. And then while the laundry is running, she does her exercises. Tapos then, no, gigising na yung, mas later gumigising yung mga um, boys ko. Then after that, the boys will wake up, then they will all go out, and then they will hang the clothes outside. So yun, medyo okay na yun. And so, yung challenge before, yun nga, living in a country, you will feel so alone kasi iba yung support system in the Philippines. Pero pag dumating ka ng ibang bansa, you don't really have that kind of support system. Turn the challenge into something that it has become yun nga, a blessing to us. So most of my children, uh, not 
yung young ones hindi pa gaano they can they know how to do you know basic household chores because it is part of our routine so we made it the point to make it part of the routine already not just homeschooling isn't just you know them doing the the regular reading or you know um the regular schoolwork but also you know part of managing the household which turn them into children who are more mindful So alam na nila na parang you know my daughter would say oh mom I don't think we have water anymore you I don't really have you know there's na, na distribute yung responsibilities we were able to come up with that system kasi naging mindful na yung mga bata oh parang kami lang yung andito we have to help out so they they know pag pagka yung even the supplies are running low or what they need to do pagka may uh, yun nga pag may laundry na my daughter usually cooks the breakfast for everyone so Those are the two challenges initially that we faced uh, when we were in the Bahamas. You, first is the Filipino resources, the scarcity of the Filipino resources. And then second, managing the household while homeschooling. So those are the two challenges that we faced. Oo nga. Sobra tayong privilege dito nga, eh, no? na pwede tayong mag-hire ng katulong. Pero it's also a blessing no? in disguise that our kids could be able to really learn What is really life skills? Kung ano talaga yung buhay na daily basis at nakakatulong talaga sa loob ng bahay. May I ask Leia, no? Sa Bahamas ba meron ding mga ibang Pilipino? Madami na rin Pilipina dyan na nag-homeschool. In the island, so yung island where we are from, it's Grand Bahama. It's not really the main island, but it's like the most beautiful island. That's where we they they shot uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. There are 400 Filipinos there. But not all of them have families with them. So, konti lang yung kasama yung family. In the main island, there's about, I think, 3,000 Filipinos. But not all have their families with them. Because, you know, it's really an added cost. Mahal din talaga. Because, you know, you're required. They have a certain requirement also with the housing. Parang kailangan. Like for us, apat yung anak ko, you need to have at least a three-bedroom house. So mahal ang ang rent ng three bedrooms. And of course, you know, the added cost. And Bahamas is like, medyo mahal yung cost of living there. So not all, very small percentage were able to bring their children. So okay na ako mag-household chores basta nasa The Bahamas ako. Parang yung okay na. Grabe doon pala yung Pirates of Caribbean. No? Kakatawa. Talking about shipping, grabe lang. Anti- I mean, siguro ngayon medyo naapektuhan din ng Middle East ano, and Bahamas regarding the war. Yung shipping talagang tumataas na ng tumataas. And it's gonna be more challenging for us. no Even us here in the Philippines. Yes, thank you for sharing that, Leah. How about Bev? Anong challenge mo? Yeah, for me, it's almost the same with Leia and Joanna. Yes, I agree with the resources because it's not just Filipino resources. Almost all of the resources we have to outsource sa Philippines or sa US and uh, the very costly uh, shipping fee po. Yun po is, minsan po mas mahal pa po yung shipping fee sa, book, sa, sa price ng books. Yes, and another oh. thing for me is yung ano po, support group. Because when I started, when, when our family uh, started homeschooling, we were here. So I was doing that for the first year, for the first Time, I, I really felt alone. Talagang wala po ang makakilala dito. Uh, what I did is just I asked our provider if there are some 
families here. And thankfully, there was. But we are all first-timers. And then, yes, that's the time that I, it prompted me to create a Facebook group, the Filipino homeschooler, homeschoolers in UAE, to gather them. And then, yes, eventually, now at present, there are a lot of support group now here. So that's a good thing. And another challenge for me is yung time. If both parents are working, regardless of geography, time will be very challenging. Time is very challenging in managing the homeschool and then your work. Yeah, and so that's that's one thing for me that was very challenging during the first three years of our homeschooling. And eventually when I experienced staying at home, time was still a challenge because I agree with Miss Leia. You have the, you know, the house chores and you have to balance it with the homeschooling. And I agree, because it became a blessing for us also. Kasi yun, yung mga anak ko. You really have to teach them the life skills for you also to have to have a help, yung hindi lang ikaw, lahat. So that's it. That are the challenges that we have faced uh, so far. Oh, thank you so much, Joanna, Bev, and Leah for just sharing your challenges and thinking of here in the Philippines that we really need to be thankful more of what we have here. But I know si Avic makaka-relate din sa kanila. Yung mga kinakwento nila, definitely. But... With regards with challenges, I think Avik has a question or you want to share something. I think for me, no, na summarize naman nila yung mga general challenges uh, of homeschooling when you're living abroad. But in our case, kasi Japano, homeschooling is a gray area here. It is not legal, it is not illegal. So it's a gray area. Ang problema namin dito is really raising a third culture kid or yung tinatawag natin TCK, especially I'm married to a Filipino, not to a Japanese. And kagaya nung tatlo nating guest, and I'm gonna lead them in into the next questions. No? Meron tayong mga ginawang mga creative ways to adjust. No? As a family, nag-adjust kayo. Ito yung mga challenges. May mga na-mention kayong, in a way, mga lemons na ginawa niyong lemonade, right? In order for you to, you know, really see the gains of homeschooling. Pero ang question ko, would zero in sa pandemic? Kasi the past two years, di ba, pagka, nung walang pandemic, kapag na-homesick, uwi eh, di ba? Or we can go home, by our resources. And marami kasing uh, nangyari in the past two years na, nagkaroon ng additional burden or limitation sa mga nag-homeschool overseas. Kumbaga, aside from the stress na meron tayo brought about by the pandemic in terms of job security, healthcare, meron ding additional stress, I'm sure, yung mga mga bata or yung mga families not being able to go home sa Philippines and yung mga changes din sa dynamics ng education, not just in the Philippines but also overseas. So, tanungin natin yung mga guests dun sa mga creative ways na ginawa nyo. Ano yung ginawa nyo? Ano yung mga adjustment na ginawa nyo to overcome yung mga challenges, lalo na in the past two years? Shall we start with Leia? Go ahead, Leia. I really don't know how to answer the question because like during the pandemic, there wasn't really a lot of change within the family setup because we weren't like in a traditional school so we didn't need to go out to go. so parang actually ang nakakatawan like everybody was asking me that was the time when people got interested in homeschooling like how we do it because they didn't want to do online school with the you know because it's different it's different face to face is very different with online schooling so their children were getting bored and th- that was the time when they started asking parang it's kind of like a, you know, their eyes were open to the fact that homeschooling is actually, you know, a good option, especially during the pandemic. 
what I realized during the pandemic, that was the time when I was able to connect with the other homeschoolers, like si Joanne. Doon kami nagkakilala, like, you know, during the pandemic. And then I realized there were also, because I do um, Charlotte Mason. I am a Charlotte Mason homeschooler. So there were also others back home who are doing Charlotte Mason. And then I realized, you know, it's a, actually a good time to start a few groups because I now I have a group it's it's Charlotte Mason Authentic and because of the pandemic I was able to do so many things like I started a Shakespeare co-op because um, Charlotte Mason is you know like it's one of the one of the fields or areas that we a Charlotte Mason education you need to delve into that so I started a Shakespeare co-op that bloomed into Two and then three. Now I have four, and then habit training groups. I also have four habit training groups, and we have like a, a composer and art study co-op. So it made the whole world closer to us because then my children were also able to interact with other kids from different countries and also most from from the Philippines. So in a way, you know, sometimes life. Really, you know, those you a curveball. You think it's a curveball or you think it's a challenge, but actually it's just somehow um, pushing you in the right direction. And so for me, because I was able to find like a lot of, you know, people who are also like Joanna, you know, dun talaga, dun ko siya nakilala nung pandemic, nung na pareho pa kami nag-homeschool. We have the same challenges because we're both living abroad. So, the world became closer for us during the pandemic. Hello, I'm Granny McDuff. Join me for a new story every week or listen to all of my stories anytime. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Go to storicmedia.com. That's S-T-O-R-I-C-M-E-D-I-A.com for more information. Hey, Joe Enrica here. Are you enjoying this episode? Hope you can also check out our podcast where we talk about a bunch of stuff that we're currently into, our topic of the day, and we can also answer questions from you. Anything Goes! Anything Goes with Joe and Rika is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Check us out after listening to this one. Nakakatuwa, no? Kasi it's a testament not just of the flexibility of homeschooling and homeschooling families, but also yung level ng resilience natin. Kasi na, in a way, na-build yung muscle mo na, okay, my challenge na gito, ganito, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. Hindi, parang lagi tayo, not just the parents, but also the kids are also prepared to find solutions dun sa na-face nilang problem. Salamat, Leia, for for sharing that. At sasali na ako sa co-op mo. Para sasali na ako sa pamilya ni Leia. <laughs> Leia, thank you. Oh, okay. okay. May Mason group pala si Leia. Thank you for sharing that. Oo, hindi ko maintindihan si Shakespeare. Sasali na ako dito kay Leia. <laughs> okay, sige. Tanungin naman natin si Joanna bilang naging BFF na sila ni Leia because of the things that have been happening around us. May madadagdag ka, Joanna? Actually, the very good thing about being a seasoned homeschooler because we are not a product of pandemic and then we opted to be homeschooler, you know. Prior to that, we have been embracing homeschooling 
lifestyle. And and the, the good thing is that my kids are really not experiencing like a major change because it's like the show is, must go on sa amin. It's the same. We are going to have classes whether or without pandemic. And then we can see when the pandemic hits, a lot of families in traditional school went into chaos. They don't know, like, you know, the world stopped. And then this is where we see homeschooler families embracing these traditional families and telling them everything is all right. It's not the end of the world. No students must be left behind. And that is when the Filipino Independent Homeschooler Group was gave birth into. So it was like a passion from me, like God had, had prompted me to tell the world what homeschooling is all about. So what happened was, same with Leia, you know, we connected to other people, to other families, even in the Middle East, like in Oman, and say, ano pa to homeschooling? So, alam mo yun na, hindi naman tayo celebrity to, you know, to promote, pero ayong ayong urge na para matulungan na, mommy, kaya mo yan, kahit wala kang, you know, kasi yung, yung independent kasi, it's like, well, having a provider, you can educate your child in a affordable way but kung walang wala ka pa rin you can still educate your child in independent way so ayun um, nagawa ako, ako ng mga zoom meetings na libre na seminar ano ba itong homeschooling alam kahit siguro third year ko pa lang sa homeschooler no? just to pacify the family na you know what your kids will still study you know, and you are enough. Kasi ang dami kasi mga families na feeling kasi nila pag hindi sila teacher, wala na, you know, uh, everything will be messed up and all that stuff. And this pandemic really a blessing, sabi nga ni Lea. It connects the world together because of the internet. And the good thing was, for homeschooler na, mag-benefit din kami, naging mura ang tutorial, di ba? Yung mga Filipino ngayon, in-outsource na namin. Yung mga aralin palipo na ang hirap ituro sa mga bata. Nako, mag-search ka lang. Nako, praise God, ang daming murang teacher. Kasi nga, the teachers were also, you know, wala, nawalan din sila ng trabaho that time, di ba? Kasi nga, no face-to-face. So, you know, um, siguro, what homeschooler really taught us is to embrace the change. You know, yun yung sabi nga, di ba? It's not really a challenge eh. It is an opportunity to get out of the box as a family. So, yun ang ano, yun ang good thing sa ating mga season school homeschooler na even pandemic cannot stop us as long as we have that vision and, you know, the passion in you to encourage one another as a family and as a community. Ang sarap nung conviction na yun, even the pandemic cannot stop us, right? Celebrity na celebrity ka na sa akin, Joanna. Okay? Tsaka amen to the ano, murang tutorial, no? Sabi nga sa anak ko, mag-aral ka kahit anong lingwahe. <laughs> Kasi lahat available na online. And ang maganda rito yung homeschooling na sinimulan mo because you wanted to do it for your family. Na-connect siya to a bigger purpose, no? Na nakakatulong na tayo, nakaka-empower ng mga communities and some of the parents na hindi alam yung gagawin kasi parang naging, ano sila, pandemic homeschoolers na forced into homeschooling. Nagkaroon ng mga encouragement. Kung hindi man natin talaga matulungan ng, ng buong-buo, nagkaroon ng encouragement na, ah, hindi pala ako nag-iisa. I think yung feeling na hindi sila nag-iisa is a really good starting point for them. Salamat! Celebrity Joanna. <laughs> okay, Bev, we love to hear your thoughts. Go ahead, Bev. Yes, I'd like to pick up on from that. Even the pandemic did not stop us. Yes, just like Leia, 
parang wala naman din talagang masyadong changes with our kids when when my friends are asking so parang so hindi sila nag-adjust la, sa sa school kanu pagdating ng pandemic yes because we were into it now we were embracing the the homeschooling concept but it became when the pandemic hit it became a blessing to our family instead just like what they have mentioned yung mga diba the support group before we were we were struggling on that here in UAE but yes it, we we were able to connect to the whole world actually miss lay i'm part of your wednesday habit training group <laughs> yes and you know there are opportunities a lot of opportunities not just for our homeschoolers but for us also as a mom we need trainings even if we are we are seasoned homeschooling mom sometimes we we still need encouragement from other parents and that's what happened to me so kung mayroon mga free events <laughs> online via zoom yes i'm there that's that's one of the blessings uh during this pandemic for our family po ang galing, no? Imbis na challenges yung naririnig ko, no? Si Bev, ang dami niyang sinabing blessing. So yung nakakatawa, so the heart was really ready, not just for her own family, but for the community. So mabuhay ka, Bev. Yes, go ahead, Leah. Avic, if I might just say, it also shows parang yung how is the support with other with other homeschoolers like ako rin kasi when initially met Joanne so I was I'm independent I'm still independent so and then yung parang you know I found someone also in the same basically like the same boat but she will tell me na parang oh okay lang yan you know just be you know be yung independent homeschooling kasi minsan you're faced with this challenge baka mamaya mahirapan you know when when you come home magpa-credit kanyan then she was like hindi okay lang yan sis kaya mo yan May, you know there's a When you find people um na pare-pareho ng sitwasyon and then you you know you you're given encouragement it's a very big thing so like her like she started these things so nagkaroon din nga kami ng indie CM homeschooler so you know it it has germinated na parang you know there are people who started this and who who actually is just doing it for the sake of giving encouragement and strength to the other homeschoolers then you also want to do The same thing. And I think that's, you know, where the power of a woman comes from. It's building each other up. So I think yun, yung, yun yung isa sa um, nakita ko na naging magandang effect ng pandemic. I've realized there are a lot of women who are really willing to help other women yun. Magandang naging effect. Ang swerte na maasawa natin sa atin, no? <laughs> Tama yan, Leia. O sige, papasok ko na kay Jihan for the next question. Baka ano pang masabi ko dito. Go ahead, Jihan. Avid, thank you, Bev, Leia, and Joanna. Ang sarap lang makinig, you know, to to hear from you and listen to you. Para I am so encouraged. And it strengthens the point that, you know, this pandemic has proven that homeschooling is a resilient form of education. And it's a way of getting out of the box that traditional schooling has placed upon education. And, you know, if I were a policymaker, it's a good opportunity, actually. No, parang, ito, di ba? This one has worked. And so, this one must be encouraged. So, for our subsequent questions, lalagyan lang natin ang context. Ano? Some weeks ago, Atenovi and I did an interview with Yusek San Antonio of the DepEd, of the Department of Education. Because during the pandemic, DepEd tried to come up with a homeschooling policy. And it was a good endeavor. They engaged us and we had some consultations on what would work best for the homeschooling community. The good things that came out of that collaboration was that, you know, the acknowledgement 
that homeschooling is a viable form of education, not informal education, but formal education. And I think this pandemic has shown us that kasi, iba nakita natin, nung nag-pandemic, yung mga nasa traditional schools, lahat sila tumatakbo sa mga kakilala nilang homeschoolers. And I think yun yung shinare nyo rin kanina, no? that that's what happened in your communities. And so, what came out of that collaboration were good items. Mainstreaming homeschooling, Hopefully, in the coming school year, the public school system of the Philippines will offer homeschool accreditation, which is essential to make it accessible to many families. Kasi dito sa Pilipinas, may merong, merong ano, reputation ng homeschooling na para lang daw sa mga, sa mga mayayaman. Sino ba yun? Sino ba yung mayayaman na yun, Ate Novi? So, so, so... Yung dalawa, ni Novi, mga sons. So it's yeah, good. taga kahit na ako eh. <laughs> ako nga taga probinsya ako, eh. taga Pampanga ako eh. Probinsya na po kami. So, it's good that government responded with this kind of policy to make it affordable for families who want to, you know, be more hands-on, to offer something better and to really maximize their resources. Yun nga lang po, I think narinig uh, some of you listen to our um podcast There is this particular provision that impacts you, <laughs> your communities. For some reason, DevEd said that, yes, we are putting structure to homeschooling. We are uh, mainstreaming it in the Philippines. But only those residing in the Philippines shall be allowed to enroll in the homeschool program. So effectively, it excludes all Filipinos living abroad. So if you move abroad... You can homeschool, but not with a Philippine uh, provider. Okay, so so if you're independent homeschooling, okay lang, no? Kasi if that's been your lifestyle, then it doesn't really affect you. If you are um, enrolled with a foreign homeschool provider, then then that's okay too. But I think a lot of families have seen that it's a very, it's a logical choice to go with the homeschool provider because they offer the Philippine curriculum. So to when their kids go home, maliit na lang yung um, transition or adjustment na kailangan to, to go to the formal system. So uh, so given that context, um, let's first ask, you know, just so we know uh, where you guys are coming from. I mean, ladies are coming from. So are you enrolled with a Philippine-based homeschool provider? And if yes, how has that worked to your advantage? And if you're not enrolled with a Philippine homeschool provider, what is your current setup in terms of accreditation? And how does it work for you? So, unahin naman natin ngayon si Bebs. Yes. Uh, for our family, yes, since we started homeschooling, we've always been with a school, homeschool provider. Because I, I I don't know, I'm not like uh, Joanna and uh, Miss Leia that uh, no, they can go in. I just felt that being in in a provider is safer for our family and of course yung hassle that I don't have to I don't have to think about the accreditation the report cards because it's with the provider na I don't want to add more stress because homeschooling alone is very is very challenging na so I think uh, that help yung sa, sa provider na yung what call this yung accreditation that's very uh, that's a very good thing for, for for our family and of course yung support group I've always been very vocal with the support group kasi just like at this time we are with a provider with a very strong support group it really helps uh, me a lot so that's it 
Thank you, Bev. So for you, a provider is a big plus. You know, I, I think a lot of families find that also. Well, some prefer to be independent. Some appreciate the handholding that school providers give and the support that they build because they already have existing homeschooling families they can easily connect up to us into. So thank you, Bev. So how about Leia? I am not with a provider. So I've been homeschooling independently ever since. Kasi si Mommy Joanna sabi niya kaya ko. So, <laughs> so yun, it was <laughs> ever since um, I, I've been independent. But you know, the beauty of homeschooling is that you can choose what, you know, what suits your family. If you want to be with a provider, that's the support your family needs and that's good. And if you don't want to be a provider, pwede rin. I mean, it is possible. So for me kasi, I'm grateful, like, with the last step and order, there are certain things that, that are really favorable to the homeschoolers, like the extension of, you know, you can homeschool up to grade 12, diba? Parang, you know, that was like before, I mean, people were asking, so paano yun, you know, when they're in grade 11, grade 12? So ako kasi, pasay, yung mindset ko, I want to homeschool my children until I can. And if they choose or choose not to go to college, that will be on them already. So, it was, you know, just a fate that imagine like nagdumating yung order and sinabi nila na pwede ka na, you know, up to grade 12. And that for that, I am very thankful. But also, I think siguro, although sana they'd be able to see that I'm looking at the bigger picture anywhere, anywhere in the world. We are in the midst of an educational revolution that we are finally realizing that the parents can play a very big role. And not only is that the parents can play a very big role, women can play, are playing a very big role in the education of our children. And if it is women at the forefront, I don't think you can stop that revolution. You just have to join. And you just have to listen to them. So I think, you know, there's no other way, there's no other way, but for people to listen. Because we have been awakened. This is the generation, the pandemic has awakened most of us of what we can really do. So, eh, yun lang po yung gusto kong sabihin. Thank you. Parang gusto ko na mag-placard kasama si Leia. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, um, Leia. Yes, um, I agree with you. And in the context of Women's Month and Pagka-homeschooling form talaga, of course, there are dads who are very active, but it's usually moms moms who are championing the homeschooling of their kids. Not to downplay the role of dads, but they have a different role. And, and you are quite right, because moms will always make a way for their kids. No? And this pandemic has shown, shown us that. And it's, I guess, a step backward to restrict when something has already been proven to work. So thank you for your insights, Leia. How about Joanna? We'd like to hear from you. I grew up in the Philippines having this word like, ang kabataan ng pag-asa ng bayan. When I embrace homeschooling as a lifestyle, kailangan may i-add tayong word eh. Ang mabubuting kabataan ang pag-asa ng bayan. Hindi basta kabataan lamang, di ba? We are living not only in our evolution world, but iba na yung environment natin, you know, we're so naive yung time natin, di ba, sa Pilipinas, di ba? We can just play around, even girls, in the middle of the night. Pero ngayon, hindi na eh. And so, family, as per the need of the family, family are unique. 
I'm not saying na mas okay ang, fam- ang family na nag-homeschool, pero the moms and dads need, uh, can identify what their children needs. Okay? And by saying that, having said that, homeschooling is working since then. I think there's just like a short circuit siguro. Siguro hindi nakita na malaki pala ang populasyon ng mga Pilipino nag-homeschool outside. So pwedeng gano'n na mangyari. I, I don't think it's very intentional na i-drop ang OFWs, you know. And siguro if if the decision maker can 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 hear this, we want to appeal a reconsideration. Kasi we homeschooling outside Philippines works. Even before pandemic, the problem is that marami kasing hindi ready nung nag-pandemic. Kaya maraming umaaray na families. Pero sana malaman nila na marami pong mga veteran homeschoolers nasa abroad. And they are producing so many good students and now na, na, already in the, ano, the career na. So, yun nga. So then, having a provider, you know, it, everything is struggle. Pero kung mas makakatulong sa pamilya, bakit hindi, di ba? Before I used to be a provider and then I tried to be in B for two years and then kasi yung panganay ko malapit na mag-college eh. So I said parang to help him, sige kung may, may, meron nung way, so nag-provider kami para na magkaroon ng smooth you know, transition. Pwede siyang, you know, kung, kung, for example, mag, ano siya, mag-state university siya, gusto niya. So, meron yung ganong support. So, you know, a homeschool provider really helps, not even the whole season homeschooler, a very good help sa mga pandemic homeschoolers. Kasi, sino ba naman ang gusto magtrabaho abroad na naiiwanan ng mga anak sa Pilipinas? By this homeschooling, ito yung nagpapacify sa kanila na pwede nyo nung dalhin ang pamilya ninyo kasi ganito, hindi magastos mag-aral. So, nabuhayan ng mga pamilya kasi po, sa totoo lang, there are survey, no? There's a lot of impact, bad impact of of living of a child growing na wala yung mga magulang. We have to accept the fact. And ang magulang, nararamdaman yun. Pero siguro kapag wala siyang ability to solve that problem, yung, yung feeling na yun, he will just cover it in the carpet. Pero the reality is there. Iba ang, ang, ang paglaki ng isang bata kapag hindi po ang pamilya. So sana, sana maging pro-OFW sila, not even that, pro-family na lang. Yun na lang yung ano natin, yung appeal, no? We don't want to harm our kids. Let's just, you know, ask for their support being in the decision, you know. They have the authority kasi to, to impose something. So, yun lang po. Thank you, Joanna. And it's uh, it's clear from what you've said that it's it's not just about homeschooling. It's really about doing forward a policy that helps our OSWs, that helps their families. Because for the longest time, the OFW families have had to bear the social costs no, of, of being an OFW, of having to work abroad and then leave your kids behind. And, and homeschooling has given us a potentially, you know, a, a, a workable solution. And hindi na pala workable kasi tested na siya ng maraming OFWs. And we were actually quite surprised when we did an online survey. 30 plus countries, um, there are homeschooling families so, hindi lang sa um, UAE, but in 30 plus other countries, we have Filipino homeschooling families. And they stand to be impacted uh, by this, you know, one-line provision in, in the DAP and order, which has a big impact. Parang napaka-insensitive pag sinabihan natin sila na, adi, umuwi na lang po kayo kung gusto niyo po mag-homeschool. Because, 
you know, that is being insensitive to the family life that these families have chosen. And, and this is what they think works for them. And our responsibilities as parents have been enshrined in the Constitution that we can make choices. And, and yun nga, siguro yung appeal natin kay Deppin is to keep that choice. You know, whether we want to independently homeschool or or be with a provider is something that we should make, not them. Ano. So si Avic ay isaring homeschooler abroad. So maybe she can share how how do you take care of your accreditation requirements, Avic? Or are you with a, a Philippine provider or a foreign provider? So even before, medyo nararamdaman ko na na pwede magkaroon ng problem sa accreditation and because of the direction of our family. So independent kami in the beginning, tapos we took a very brave step to, to go unschooling. So medyo isang ano pa yun, another level of challenge kapag ka nag-unschooling ka. However, ang ginawa ko, we found a homeschool provider here in Japan that allows homeschooling. So uh, unschooling rather. So ibig sabihin, kahit may homeschool provider kami because importante sa Japanese government na meron kang in a way ma-represent because here they give benefits to the children bago pumasok ng school may mga check-up so pag hindi kami hindi ka hindi nakalista yung pangalan ng anak mo and baka isipin nilang may child abuse na nangyayari so may mga ganung sitwasyon kaya nag-opt ako to have a provider pero yung provider na hinanap ko would be a provider that would allow me to do certain things pwedeng nag Charlotte Mason kami ng spring kasi mataas ang hay fever tapos unschooling kami the rest of the year parang ganung approach no however i just want to add dun sa mga sinabi ninyong lahat regarding this particular parang policy no siguro number one OFWs are always regarded as heroes in a sense na you know economically we are helping no isasama ko na yung sarili ko so this policy parang ina-expect ko na sana mas maging inclusive to to people who we are calling heroes and heroes in different sense of the word number one heroes because economically we are helping but also a lot of our OFWs are also heroes as medical frontliners right now in the pandemic and we know a lot of people na pareho silang nurse or nurse and doctor and they would want to spare the kids and you know the kids are being bullied or even subject to certain racism sa mga daycare or sa mga cram school lalo na pag alam na medical frontliners yung Pinoy na tatay at Pinoy na you know Pinoy na nanay and you know that that adds to the burden and the stress if your kid now has an option to homeschool and be accredited to a Filipino homeschool provider that that gives you a sense of comfort na alam mo yun na maaring hindi pipiliin ng lahat because you have other options pero the fact that you have an option the fact that it is an option for you the so-called heroes to be included is already a big deal for a family who's already navigating the very painful pathways of the pandemic and the uncertainty of the future. So siguro yun lang yung parang voice ng mga OFW ngayon. Whether ako, I don't really, to be honest, I don't really care so much kung ma-accredit sa homeschool sa Pilipinas. Kasi nga matagal ko nang pinagdaanan yung emotions na probably hindi ko kailangang ma-accredit sa Philippines. But nonetheless, I wanted to be an option. You know what I mean? Parang, I might not need it now, but my friends would need it or I would need it and in the future. And also for our for our kids na lumalaki sa ibang bansa, I think it would be nice na 
hindi nila malamang you were excluded kasi you were being homeschooled overseas. Di ba? Parang, parang emotionally, parang yun na nga lang yung parang one of the few ties na meron sila dun sa country nila tapos hindi pa tayo madalas makauwi because of the pandemic. A policy like that would probably um, harm in ways that we don't know yet. So siguro yun, na ini-echo ko lang yung mga yung mga sentiments ninyong lahat and probably ako kahit hindi ko siya kailangan ngayon I think it's important na the policy would be inclusive lalo na sa mga heroes natin alright so yun lang Chihan thank you hero yeah thank, <laughs> thank you hero thank you heroes our lady heroes yes. here all with us and you know we can kami ni Ate Novi we can imagine what it can do to OFW families. But it's different when we really hear the stories from you yourselves. Iba yung perspective, iba yung insights, because we have not experienced what you have, what you are experiencing. And it's a different thing when you are actually there, you know, living your life in a different country. So thank you. We appreciate the insights that you have shared. And I hope na mapakinggan, ano? mapakinggan at tinubi ang mga hinaing ng ating mga Filipinos abroad, our heroes. Yeah. And we are going to um, uh, proceed with a, with a question. Yes. That if DepEd pushes through with this policy to prohibit Filipino children who are abroad from enrolling with a Philippine-based homeschool program, what would be its impact to you and your family? I guess in some ways, medyo na-touch niyo na siya kanina. But if there are still other things that you would like to add. And also for the families that you know, um, who are in your community, who happen to be enrolled with um, Philippine-based homeschool providers. Beth, would you like to start? Chihan, for now, I've known many families that are together here in UA because of homeschooling. So homeschooling is really a blessing for, for those families, even us. That option that Miss Abiko was, you know, telling Karina, it's it's very helpful for us. And if just imagine if you if you take it away from us, I mean that 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 option, that privilege for us, and dami pong families na maybe will have an option to send their family back home and then even yung yung uh, uh husband, yung father, yung main provider here to, to work, uh, which is not really a good option for specifically for us, for our family. I still believe, just like Joanna, that a, grow, a, a child growing up with with the parents, both parents together, has, has a really a very, very good impact uh, to them. I personally grow up with uh, my father also, an OFW. That's where I'm coming from. So uh, siguro ang, ano lang po, ang, ang impact niyan sa amin is yung sa what you call this, re- relational pagdating po sa relationship new new and then of course another thing uh will be yung uh to be honest in terms of finances that will be an added expense for family and for families for single income families that will be very challenging just like us because of course if there might be a solution for us to go for uh you know a foreign provider but generally it's an added expense for us and of course that if if we we become hindi naman po if we go for hindi uh, i am concerned also for ano yung transition niya pagdating for for us for families because we look forward to go back for college din po so that would be a challenge in terms of transition so those are the uh, impact that i am currently seeing right now with this current what you call this debt <laughs> resolution for the OFW. so that's it marhaba I'm Jerick. And I'm Apple. 
And we're from the Langa Speaks podcast. Coming to you all the way from Dubai. Yalla, join us as we talk about family, faith, and, and everything, everything in between. between. We're brought to you by Podcast Network Asia to remind you na palangga ka sanjo. Okay, thank you, Bevs. And for Joanna and Leia, I know you're independent homeschoolers, but would you like to share something that you think would impact you and the families you know? Actually, now I'm back to, I mean, yeah, I'm back to a provider. Mm-hmm. So the impact would be like, you know, we have like options. My family, either we go back to Indy with no records or getting a provider UK or or US based. Okay, so that will affect, you know, yeah, sabi nga ni, ni Miss Abig, how can we promote the Filipino culture if they're pushing us away to the access, yes. you know? And uh, I have also other families who already get in touch with me. Sabi nila, uuwi na lang sila. You know, she was a very, very proud homeschooler. Ngayon kasi apat na yung anak niya, and she cannot bear the cost. Merong magdi-distant learning na ang tagal-tagal sa, sa Zoom yung bata. Nakakaano, there are options, but it's a very sad options. And siguro itong one-liner na ito, you know, we are praying for DepEd, the whole, you know, the whole the whole team. Though we are still, you know, we're still optimistic. We are still, you know, hopeful. Pero maraming, maraming buhay magbabago. Uh, hindi lahat can afford at maraming uuwi, hindi naman ganun kadaling umuwi sa atin. So, ganun po. There are options, pero hindi po lahat mag-ayos na option. So, yun lang po ang sa Thank you, Joanna. And yes, we are we are praying with you. I think so many are praying and we're still hopeful na sana mapakinggan tayo. Leia? I think, uh, I want, you know, if ever given the chance that one of them would you know, listen, I'm not going to give them statistics about how many families are homeschooling abroad because um, I would like to let them know how really it is to be living abroad. Like here we are all talking about, you know, the benefits of homeschooling to the children. I think uh, Mommy Joanna already knows, you know, yung, yung story. Um, but you, what we don't know is how it is benefiting the parents, the ones working what is the main problem of our overseas Filipino workers? It's being alone. Nag-iisa sila. And now they have the option to bring their family with them. Diba? Yun, yung consuelo man lang, nakasama nila yung pamilya nila. So what am I trying to say? So ako, if I give them the chance, I'll just tell them a story. This is a personal story. Story to nang, nangyari sa amin. Nang, nang husband ko, my husband is an ER doctor. You know, during the pandemic, yun nga, merong, um, he was in a situation. There was a patient brought in, uh, you know, gasping for breath, um, COVID, COVID patient. And unfortunately, um, na cardiac arrest. So, namatay yung pasyente as the doctor. So, he was the one tasked to tell the relatives na namatay yung pasyente. So, when he went out and he was talking to the relatives, one of the relatives became very violent and started punching him. We later found out that the the son, he had a psychiatric issue. 
So he was punching my husband and then and then he called me. That was night night time. He was in a graveyard shift. And then he said, you know, this incident happened. I wanted to let you know. And of course, parang ako, I was livid. So sabi ko, oh, where's the police? You know, you should have taken that person. And then he was like, yes, the police are here. But I wanted to talk to you first because he said, you know, parang I just wanted to let it go. I didn't want to do that anymore. Tapos ako parang, you know, I didn't understand yet. No, parang bakit? Diba sin- sinuntok ka eh? You know, it, he wasn't doing anything. Was try- you were trying to revive the mom and then susuntokin ka. That's so unfair. Tapos sabi niya sa akin, alam mo, I was, that was my initial reaction. Kaya lang, namatayan na sila. And then, you know, coming from the graveyard shift, I will come home to the children. Ang first, dumadating kasi siya 8.39 o'clock. That's the time that the kids do Bible lessons. So sabi niya, paano ko haharap sa mga anak ko na I just put a grieving man in jail while they are doing Bible lessons? So sabi niya ganun. So parang ako naintindihan ko na, oo no, tama nga naman. If he was alone, I don't think he would have, he would have made that decision. If he was, you know, sinking in loneliness, being a frontliner, and he was by himself, I think things would have ended differently. But since his family was there, since his support system is there, it became a beautiful learning lesson. So, hindi ako mag, ano man, if given a chance to talk to a deaf person, yun yung sasabihin ko, ito yung mawawala sa mga OFWs natin, the support system that they have. Let's not think about, you know, wag na natin isipin yung homeschooling, ganyan, ganyan. Yung support system ng mga OFW, especially those who will have will not have any options but to come home, ito yung tatanggalin natin sa kanila. And really, do you want to be the ones na tanggalin yun sa kanila? So, I think with that, yun, yun, yun I think that's, you know, I hope, I hope that they will realize that there are real situations, real people that will be affected. So, yun lang po. Thank you. Thank you, Leia. Medyo. Grabe, no? Um, support system. Yes. Medyo nakakakabat isipin yung sagot sa tanong mo, Leia. Would you be the one to take that away from them? Their support system. The support system that this particular mode of schooling has allowed to happen. And maybe because for the longest time, they really have to leave their children behind. And the kids, they go to deaf-ed schools. They go to public schools. They have all the financial support they get from their OFW parents. But I guess in the stories of here in the Philippines, we also know na kulang. Kulang yung padala, hindi enough lang yung pera lang. It's really the support. Okay, so now we have heard the stories of our OFW moms. And these are just four. Four of them. And sobrang iba-ibang experiences, iba-ibang insights. And and multiply that by so many other families that will stand to be affected. If we remove the option, you know, for them to be able to enroll with a Philippine-based homeschool provider. Sure, we will make ways. We will always make a way. There will always be a way. But then it shows a lot about our heart for our OFWs. 
And if that I will proceed with a policy, that it is saying something. It is saying something about their mission and what's important to them. And it will be a sad thing if they do not, you know, if these stories do not convince them. It will be a sad thing for, not just for homeschooling, but for the state of our education, for the state of the Philippine education. So I will pass this on to Atinovi to wrap up with our final question. Yes. I'm so speechless. I don't even know how to be able to start this question. But thank you for sharing your lives, Bev, no, Leah, and Joanna. Avik, thank you so much. And even Jihan. No, I, I know this would be able to really affect many lives. And I just really hope that Depot will be able to listen to this video and this podcast. But then again, I just will also want to be aligned with Joanna. Now, we are hopeful. Okay? I mean, I just want to make a background then. Uh, before talaga, hindi sila nakikinig as in totally. No, I see this as a bridge that I still remember way, way back when homeschooling was not really inclusive in the United States. I think that was the early 70s. And it, there's a lot of things that happened there and there's a lot of change and something that um, it's not easy for them to be able to really express, but okay na sila ngayon. But it takes time. I just want to encourage each one of you. What you have said here, it will re- really echo, hindi sayang. Hindi sayang yung mga ginagawa nyo. At nagpapasalamat ako dahil each one of you have been really a great impact no to all the homeschoolers here in the Philippines no and all over the world thank you so much for what you're doing having that kind of great awareness that you are giving and just giving workshops for free i remember joanna when i, I initiated talking to her and i told her that i really admire her for doing that and thank you for for bev for just making that filipino um group for the OFW in the middle east Maraming salamat. And even Leia, no, for your heart to be able to teach other moms, other parents of what you have in your life as a family and as an individual. Maraming maraming salamat. Dahil I do believe po, hindi po masasayang lahat ng pinlant natin. But then again, I was telling Ajen, every seed needs to be planted in the dark. Lahat tayo dadaan sa darkness. So let us see this as a season, no? At least nakakausap natin sila. At least meron silang way in which hopefully you could be able to come on Thursday, no? To be able to meet them as well. I do believe in the hope. The hope that God has given us because I also believe that God has mandated us, no? Whether you're homeschooling or not, God has mandated us to be the anointed ones to be able to teach to our kids. And that is the greatest choice that God has given us. Kahit saan man tayo. But then again, with regards what hope, which is aligning to my question right now. So, if a law naman po, and this is one of our greatest hope, no? Uh, Jihan and Avik, no? If a law on homeschooling were to be crafted here in the Philippines, kasi wala pa po law talaga eh. Kumbaga po, mababago na mababago ang ating DO every time na mababago rin po ang ating presidente. But then again, there's a hope na magkaroon po ng law at ito po ang ating paglalaban, no? If you will be given this opportunity, what do you think, Mam Bev, Joanna, no, Jihan and Avik and Leia, 
are issues faced by the OFW that should be addressed to be included in that law. And siguro, i-add na rin natin yung personal appeal nyo sa DepEd. Kumbaga, ano yung wish list nyo na makita sa law? Maybe I could start with Leia. Initially, I was, you're looking for so many things, diba? But I've come to realize that as homeschoolers, nakaya natin eh, like be, being in this situation that we really have not been recognized as we should have been recognized or parang nakaya natin yung mga obstacles and yung mga challenges. I think for me, personally, if there would be a law to be passed on homeschooling, I hope that they would be able first to talk to the homeschoolers. Because in that way, because, you know, homeschooling is, is just, you know, parang, when you say homeschooling, it's just like the tip of the iceberg. There are different ways to homeschool. And there are different ways to assess a child. Like me, for example, I do Charlotte Mason. So my kids have never had, you know, the regular multiple choice exams, the regular, and my kids look forward to taking exams because we have exams every 12 weeks and they are very excited because they can write down whatever it is that they know. They are not confined with, you know, with like multiple type questions with true or false, with fill in the blanks. They don't have that. So whatever it is that they have learned, whatever it is that connected to them, that's what they bring out during the exams. I hope that, I don't know, si Bev narinig na akong sabihin to. I've looked at the depth ed curriculum. Let's take, for example, you know how they, you know, the language arts. They said in the language arts, the child needs to be able to identify the characters, the plot, the setting for a story. So if you have 50 children in your classroom, they will all be looking for one and the same thing. 50 minds looking for the setting, the character, the plot. Why not allow these 50 children to write whatever it is that connected to them based on that story? It will allow their mind to think independently for them to be, because that's where it will all start. Imagine 50 minds thinking the same thing. How about allow those 50 minds to think about what they would like to think? And then that's how the mind will really grow. Doon natin makikita ang individuality. Doon magbablossom ang bawat isang bata. I think siguro it's not just taking things generally. It's about appreciating that a child is an individual. And will blossom if given the right kind of guidance that is not boxed. And also for them to realize that there are different learning philosophies and appreciate and understand how it works. So that's the dream, basically. Thank you for that, Leia. Totoo yun, eh, no? <laughs> Ako nga, may madami na akong wish list. And- one of the things yun yung sinasabi na yung, the way you test a child is always being one key or mat, one method. Pero iba't ibang bata eh. That we need to honor that. 
But then again, that is also one of my wish list. So I totally agree with you, Leia. Siguro, lagay natin sa, sa lono, different types of kids with different types of methods of the way you test a child. No? So, ganda yun. Thank you so much, Leia. How about you, Joanna? Yeah, actually, that's a major thing that I wanted to really highlight. No, It's not about putting everyone in one box. Nga, kung, kung, kung papakinggan lang ng DepEd, sana meron silang, since where everyone is ready to embrace homeschooling, sana meron silang section, okay, ito para sa mga unschooling, ito para sa, you know, and then that representative will really embrace, ano ba yung Charlotte Mason? So, paano ba mag-assess ng batang galing sa Charlotte Mason? You know, well, we're, we're given the opportunity to have a voice. So, ano yung homeschool, uh, ano, traditional set up, ito yung mga Charlotte Mason, ito yung iba-ibang mga ano, sana ganun, yung flexibility, kaya kasi tayo go homeschool, is for flexibility. It's not about what our child doesn't know, it's about what, how broad our child able to express his knowledge on a certain topic in different ways. So yon flexibility and siguro accessibility siguro, kung gusto nila ng yung exam na to, yun nga, first hindi lang exam, Anong way ng pagpapa-exam and sana maging available sa mga embassies. Diba? Kung gusto talaga nilang malaman na ang isang bata ay nagla-learn with that kind of you know way or approach, eh di sana magkaroon sila ng sangay, ng pamahalaan sa lahat ng embahada na every quarter pupunta kami ng anak ko magpapa-assess. So ito po, Charlotte Mason po siya. Sige, tanongin nyo ng about ganito. So ganun po sana. And sana magkaroon ng discount ang mga OFWs kapag educational material, di ba sa US ganun? Kapag docs lang, mura, di ba? So, sana ganun din. If they wanted to promote again the culture, Philippine culture, Philippine, you know, you know, this is like promoting. Kapag nagpapromote ka, sige, ito na lang yung bayad. So, ganun lang po yung ano namin. Malaking bagay na yun, yung ganun pong approach is malaking bagay na. Thank you po. Thank you so much, Joanna. Oo, kailangan talaga natin yung very friendly resources and material that it could be easily accessed to every Filipino all over the world. Totoo yun eh, na parang pag Filipino ka, ito yun. Para ma- maging proud tayo sa kung anong meron tayo, di ba? At we can be able to use that kahit saan man tayo sa mundo. Maraming salamat. Thank you for that. How about Bev? Yes, thank you. Uh, very good insight, no, Joanna and Ms. Leia. For me, this situation, this one-liner from the DO is one of the biggest issues that I have faced as a homeschooling mom, as uh, several years of homeschooling now. So I think I'd like to go directly to the main point that, of course, if there is a law that will be crafted for homeschooling is to make sure the inclusion of all OFW in the homeschooling system of the Philippines, that would be the major, uh, I, I mean, concern for me if there will be a law. And of course, um, siguro um, the appeal, the personal appeal from us, coming from us, siguro I, I've heard that this this was a regulatory action from them uh, siguro if they can allow naman to operate those homeschool provider who are actually legit uh, operating here so siguro that will be a big help also for us here abroad kasi we believe naman that there are legit homeschool providers here so siguro yun po and I agree with uh, Joanna dun sa mga sectors like they will have a, a body in the embassies parang it's a good idea and also yung PAPT if it's possible for them to make it online 
since uh, we are living in you know digital world right now but i think they are also working on this na po right so sana yes, po magkaroon po ng access yung yung mga OFW sa PEPT even if we are here so that's it for me po thank you so much bev thank you thank you grabe nakakatuwa thank you for sharing thank you for sharing your life and I just want to ano lang no to say na definitely there's hope. And yun nga yung sinasabi mo na pep test, 'di ba? Hope na yon. Magagawa sila digitally so pwede na maka-reach all over the world. Pero gusto ko marinig si Avic about this. Anong wish list mo Avic regarding kung magkaroon na tayo ng law? Okay, baka hindi kayo matuwa sa wish list ko. Okay. Ang wish list ko sana if magkakaroon ng law and if that will be the direction, sana yung law is vague. Why am I saying it should be vague? Okay, um, Vague in a sense that sana it's vague, but there's a big room for it to be inclusive and pro-family. Hindi na siya pro-homeschooling or pro-OFW, but kumbaga sa UP kasi tinuturuan kami ng ano yung pang-pangtayong pananaw di ba a lot of the things that we're doing even even hindi lang policy policy makers but a lot of a lot of bureaucrats a lot of leaders isama mo na tayo no sometimes meron tayong pang pang kayong pananaw right kayo ito yung gagawin niyo ito yung gagawin yung dapat right and and maganda siguro na balikan yung basic concept na yun ng pangtayong pananaw na if they are going to 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 draft a law sana tingnan nila what is pro family and what is inclusive and sana vague siya in a sense that there is a big room for the homeschoolers and in probably in partnership with the private sector and you know education experts to actually work together and there are para magkakaroon ng department of for OFWs parang may ganun yata eh, no parang hindi ako hindi ko alam ko updated ako but to have a more holistic approach rather than to have a list of wish list lang na kasi hindi ang gusto ko ring ma-communicate ayoko rin naman na mukhang pro OFW style di ba you know what i mean para because OFW kayo tayo kami ito yung list namin right because coming up with a law and putting up bodies left and right will have a cost will have a cost to the government will have a cost in terms of implementation and depende kung sino yung magi-implement ng mga laws na yon kung ano yung level of appreciation niya for a certain policy mag- magkakaroon ng um, effects sa implementation so i don't know if we can learn something from Japan for instance dito sa Japan it is not legal it is not illegal we have access to all the benefits kahit homeschooler ka pero kailangan mo mag-adjust ng kaunti. Like for example, kailangan mong pumunta ng city hall to present na buhay ang anak ko, nag-aaral ang anak ko, ito yung anak ko. You know what I mean? Parang very vague yung law nila pero hindi siya nagpipinalize ng homeschooling. That's I think that yun yung main point ko. Sana yung law will be vague but will not penalize homeschoolers and will not penalize OFWs or any other sectors but will be a law that will allow everyone to grow kasi kahit yung mga policy makers natin probably they will need to grow pa tayo as as parents it took us years para ma-appreciate talaga yung value ng homeschooling baka nga yung mga asawa natin hindi pa talaga on the same page with us or tayo on the same page with others iba parang you know to give them the benefit of give them a chance to grow also and to really understand and appreciate the value of homeschooling because it will have economic cost it will have social cost it will have hidden cost na hindi pa natin actually na, nakikita ngayon so 
hindi ko nga alam kung masaya ako kung may law eh. Kasi totoo lang, kinakabahan ako pag may law. Kasi parang, to be honest, parang una tatanong mo, sino yung gagawa ng law na yon Number one, sympathetic ba siya dun sa plight ng mga tao na na maapektuhan? Number two, is this something na sina-champion niya talaga? Or you know what I mean? I'm not saying that they have bad intentions, but what I'm saying is that everybody, even policymakers, need time, need time to grow and really appreciate something such as homeschooling. So, and also, notwithstanding na merong cost ito sa gobyerno, there will be cost. Kahit na yung paglalagay, for example, ng testing centers sa bawat embassy, that will incur a lot of cost. It might be good for us, But when we you will allocate cost for that, you're taking away from the bigger pie. So ibig sabihin, imbis na ma-allocate sa medical care or health care, you're going to take away something from that and allocate it to accommodate yung mga requests natin. So just to be fair to everyone, ang feeling ko sana kung magkakaroon ng law, it, it should be tama. Nag-agree ako sa lahat. Sana may insider na magcha-champion, may internal champion para makapag-voice, makapag-articulate ng mga pinagdadaanan talaga natin. But at the same time, sana yung champion na yon may understanding din, din of how the government works. Kasi hindi rin pwedeng palagi tayo we want this, we want this, but we, we really do not understand kung ano magiging effect niya, for example, to the total economy, to the regulation, to the implementation. Hindi ko alam if I made sense, but yun lang yung gusto ko. Sana vague siya. Parang gano'n. Thank you so much, Avic. Nako, ipipin ko yan. Maganda yan eh. Maganda yung point mo. And if I'm gonna encapsulate lahat ng mga sinabi nyo, no? like, I love what Lea said. Research. Get to know homeschoolers. If you're gonna make a law, dapat may homeschooler talaga na totoong breed na homeschooler na hindi lang siya maybe may experience siya being OFW pero talagang homeschooler siya na pagdaanan niya yung journey ng bilang a homeschooler and si Joanna no yung mga testings na kailangan definitely i hope makagawa tayo ng mga testings na it would be very very um kumbaga applicable sa kung ano man country yan, na hindi ganun kamahal na very very accessible for each and everyone and syempre kay Beb no i do believe na yung point na yan na hindi mo makalimutan <laughs> na sana nga po no it will be not only inclusive in such a way but pag na-curate po yung law na yan talagang mahal niya ang pamilya no it's not even like OFW or labeling or something like that but it's about family because God curated family na kaya nga may nanay at tatay tayong naataasan na talagang tayo magturo sa mga anak natin and we are the ones who really know our kids and what they're going through and one way or another sana magkaroon talaga ng polosiya or ng law that it will knit the family and it will not separate the families you know na because of the law eh kailangan pumunta ka rito kailangan malis ka ng country kasi ganoon sana it would make unification na makaka-benefit sa lahat ng klasing pamilyang Pilipino. So, maraming maraming salamat. Thank you so much, Joanna. Thank you so much, Bev. And thank you so much, Leia. But, Jihan, do you want to conclude this conversation? Thank you so much from me as well. And wala na akong idadagdag. Maraming na kayong nasabi. Thank you because we had this conversation, this no-filter conversation for Women's Month. So um, let's just hope we are praying with you. We are hoping with you that we will uh, receive favor 
and then that this policy will be reconsidered. Or if God has other plans, I'm sure it will be for the best. So, so thank you for sharing your homeschool journey. Ito na, magpapaalam na kami. Thank you so much, Babs, Joanna, Leah, Salting. Your insights are so invaluable and I'm sure maraming mga homeschool families are my encourage. So that's it from us. So we wrap up this conversation for Women's Month. I'm Jihan Tan. And I'm Avik. I'm Novian Tan. And we are moms who hang out for no filter conversation. Maraming maraming salamat po. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for viewers and listeners. God bless you. For more homeschooling learnings, buy iHomeschoolbook How to Do It Without Losing Your Mind at homeschool.ph, available in hardbound and digital copies. Follow iHomeschool at their YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Viber, and Twitter accounts. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.